At the tone, please record your voice message. Much has been said about the innovations in releasing music in the digital age. First, with Radiohead's landmark Pay What You Want price scale in 2007, the ballsy move was one of the first logical responses that actually had the digital consumer in mind, and it still exists in a more populist form that is Bandcamp. More recently, there is Kanye West and Jay-Z's Watch the Throne, which was one of the first major releases in my mind to prevent a leak from spreading to the internet before it was actually released. If anything, it created more hype by teasing a release date, but never actually saying any specifics. With Bjork's new album being released as an iPad application that is said to be part game, instrument, and educational tool, it has the potential to change the way that we interact with the traditional album. And I'm sure there are more game changers that I've forgotten, but there's one band that releases music in an equally innovative way that is often left out of this conversation. In my mind, it has to be the Chicago-based rock group Wilco and the way that they've created a brand in their image. The band released a self-titled album in 2009. On paper, it would read Wilco, and in parentheses, the album. Since then, Wilco has become a music festival, a sandwich shop, a music label, a bicycle, and a flavor of coffee. They even sold a t-shirt that read on the front, Wilco, with the parentheses empty, so that a fan could fill in their name with a sharpie. To me, all these ideas were a metatextual nod to branding on behalf of Wilco, even if they didn't make profit on each product. Not so surprisingly, any time a music publication would report on these developments, they would snidely headline the story with Wilco, the label, or Wilco, the bicycle. I get it, and it's funny, I, I can't deny that. Still, there's something to this kind of branding. Maybe you could chalk it up to Wilco, having devoted fans, but I think it's deeper than that. The idea of synergistic branding is older than me, emerging in the age of the first true Hollywood blockbusters of Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. And since then, it has become more than commonplace to have a band or a film branded in every way possible, from video games to beach towels. Nothing is out of reach for a merchandising opportunity. Even the very idea of social media makes it all very convenient to reach every possible outlet. Synergy is inescapable at this point, as media and the way that we consume information requires the synchronization of formats. So where does Wilco fit in all this? Assuming that you don't laugh it off, Wilco is an alternative brand to the corporatized world that's so easy to hate. If you will, the Wilco brand is a way to fight off the stigma of ready-made mass consumption of hollowed-out ideas. As I listen to their newest album called The Whole Love, it is a bitter negotiation of their brand among many. Art of Almost, the lead track, finds the band embracing an avant-garde soundscape that changes shape over the course of its seven minutes. From the static analog electronics of the beginnings, swell of the fractured pop that makes up the middle. climax of the third movement that builds to an aggressive guitar melee. The song is so disarming and such an outlier that it serves as a guide for the rest of the album. It makes you notice the dark matter that is so readily lurking beneath the veneer of pop on the rest of the album. 
If you were to equate the whole love with the rest of the Wilco discography, it's emerging from a valley of calmness that permeated the last two outings by the band and gravitating towards the more complicated pop music of the band's 1999 outing, Summer Thief. 2009's self-titled affair is considered a summation of the band's sound over their career. The whole love feels like a decidedly welcome reset. It's as if the members are actually acknowledging the fact that they once played experimental music before they actually joined the band. Highlights off the album include Sun Loathe, which finds singer Jeff Tweedy expressing a deeply misanthropic message backed by a pleasant broke pop strut. This has been a message from Hate Your Answer.